praise the lord is it is it audible is it audible in the back side yeah all right let us let us pray father I, father i come before you lord i am not worthy to stand here it's only your mercy father we i thank you because you have given a new life to me i thank you for the salvation and father you have chosen me to give your word i am not worthy father unless you speak use my tongue father let it go penetrate into their hearts that father that they will have a a life renewed and let them know you more and more as they grow more and more in you lord father they will be able to do the will of will of god doing the will of god is the prime importance for any believer father we thank thank you we give you all glory and honor in jesus name amen uh, we, for our medit meditation we will uh, look to ezekiel chapter 36 16 to 20 uh, we read from 16th verse the word of the lord came unto me saying 17th verse says that they defiled it by their own way and by their own doings the house of israel uh, their way was before me as an uncleanness of a remote woman it talks about our righteousness and talks about filthy rags which is mentioned in isaiah 64:6 our own way and our own doings whatever be the reason we just look at us we are also whenever we are doing everything we do it everything finally when it when it when it comes we will do it on our own way and our own plan Uh, maybe we will be having a mind to seek what is god's plan and god's uh, uh, god's way in our lives but ultimately i don't know how we get that approval we get that ap 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 approval from whom from the lord of this world and we do it in our own way when you uh, when uh, the 18th verse says therefore i poured my fury upon them for the blood that they have shed upon the land and for their idols which they have polluted idols are created by man to replace god idols mostly are the, most of the idols whether it is uh, money or fame or even the idols that we see in 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 churches and in temples whatever whatever it is it's all created by man to replace god so god says i scattered them among the heathen and in the 20th verse god said i scattered them around the world but what did they say they went there and said we are the children of god again they profaned god's name god says that your doings are always is uh, is always profaning my name and let's look at the balam way we'll see uh, we'll see the balam way in numbers 22 12 uh, god says when balam prays very clearly god says that you shall not go it was very very clear to him but then when in the 17th verse numbers 2217 we see that uh, balak sends some honorable people and they will uh, uh, say many things to him and then he thinks that okay i will again pray is it not that we are also doing the first time when god says is the right answer but second second time again we do that and we pray and we pray and then uh we see in the verse 20 
and God came unto Balaam at night and said unto him, if, if the men come and call you, rise up and go with them. I don't know which is, which is this God. We read that it is God there, but it is not clearly mentioned. When you read the 22nd verse, go to the second, 22nd verse. 22nd verse says, God's anger was kindled because he went and the angel of the Lord stood in the way as an adversary against him. Don't you see a, a, a totally contrary to what you read in, 20, in 20th verse? It is. It is totally contrary. Why it is contrary? Because this again he tried and prayed. Are we not getting things approved from our uh, higher authorities? You go there, you see the time, you look how he is, whether he has come uh, with a fight with his family or he is pleasant, and then you present your request. Uh, this is the same thing that he is also doing, that, uh, uh, that he is looking, he is seeing again and again. Then you hear some voice. Then he says, God spoke, 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 spoke to me. But in 22nd verse, it's very clear. This is what is called uh, Balaam's way. That is actually believing in the lie of the devil, that you shall be like God. There were two uh, straight instructions to uh, Eve. Eve God said that you will die. It's very clear. And Eve repeated it. I will die. That is what God said. And then again, when devil said he, uh, she took that one also and put it in the table. Which table it is? It is on, on your heart. And tried to evaluate that verse, whether I will not die or I'll be like God. Then she looked at the uh, apple and then she looked, she liked it and she touched it and she plucked it and ate it. So how did it happen? This is what we are also doing in many of our ways. This is why God says, your ways are always unclean. Your ways, I hate your ways because they are all sinful in nature, intentionally sinful. Many of our prayers are intentionally sinful because we are praying for those things which we make finally, 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 you say, I have prayed many times and I got. That is wrong. God has only one. God does, you don't need, God can talk to your heart at one shot. And that one shot will be the answer. And then whatever you do, is some people, some people uh, 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 say that it is, it is uh, there is no other uh, decision by God. God. God does not move. Today also we, we sang, you will not move. He will, he will not move. So you see that, uh, you uh, see that, uh, I think, yeah, I think things are okay, I think. Anything, any problem? All right. So, uh, that is the Balaam's way that we see, that we always try to, uh, uh, try to do many, 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 many things in our own way. And they call it the uh, Eve's way also, because all the Pentecostals, what, what do they do? They have the Eve's way. They commit a sin, and then, then you say, you know, it was, a, it, it was a trial from the devil. We always say that it is devil's doing. But who has done it? You. And we blame whom? The poor devil. Devil doesn't know anything about it. Our intentions are always sinful. So, uh, Paul says that we have all sinned and come short of glory of God. Because our each and every act is sinful. So that is why Paul says that we have come short of glory of God. And, uh, and uh, God's justice, according to God's justice, none qualify for this kingdom of God, kingdom of heaven. So only one way, one 
only one way to save the mankind is that don't let them do anything. Let God do. God says, I will do it by myself and you will see. That is what we are going to see, how God is going to do this big, uh, uh, big job. There used to be a question, you know, mostly some people used to ask, how, how a loving God can put all these people into hell? How a loving God can do it? But God's justice is different. If you ask that question in a different manner, that on the contrary, how a just God can accept a sinner like that? Then you understand the meaning between these two. Now, let us look into the prophecy, the Ezekiel 36. Uh, God says, I have pity for my, world, for my name because you have blasphemed it in every way. Your ways, your looks, your deeds, your talk. And finally you go and say that we are the children of God. So you see that everywhere, everywhere, there is, everywhere we are defiling him. So he says, I pity for my holy name. Then in 23rd verse, read that verse very carefully. 23rd verse, and I will sanctify my great name, which was profaned among the heathen, which you have profaned in the midst of them. The, and the heathen shall know that I am God, saith the Lord God, when, when I shall be sanctified in you before their eyes. You know, it's a very long sentence. He says, I will sanctify my great name, which we have profaned. So God is on the job of, of sanctifying, uh, sanctifying uh, his great name. Uh, and the heathen, now the heathen does not know that he is a holy God. Now what uh, he is going to do, that the heathen shall know that I am the Lord. Because he is concerned about all. We say that we are brothers, sisters. No, he is concerned about every, every man and woman in this world. He, is, he loves each and every. Everything is a creation of uh, his. So he cannot, uh, uh, he cannot leave them. So he says that uh, how, how he, will, he will do this? He says, when I will be sanctified in you, in me, I will be sanctified. What is the meaning of that? Mean to say that I am full of filth. I am full of filth. And God is making me, by himself, he is making his image on me. His image. He is sanctifying me. So he is sanctifying himself in me. And when the heathens see this, they say there is God. That is what God is going to do. So, 23rd verse, that you are going to be sanctified, sanctified by God. That is what is going to happen. Now, uh, when you uh, read Hebrews 10, 22, uh, sorry, uh, he, uh, Ezekiel, the next verse, 23, not 24, 25, then how God is going to sanctify us? He will sprinkle clean water upon you. And all your filthiness and your idols will be removed. What is this clean water? What is God's clean water? We read about the clean water in Hebrews 10.19. Having therefore, brethren, we have the boldness to enter into the holiest by the blood of Jesus. Now, there it doesn't mention that it is, it is the holy water, it is, it, it, is, it is that water. But in 22nd verse, it says that, let us draw near with a true and a true heart in full assurance of faith, having our hearts sprinkled from an evil conscience and our bodies washed with pure water. 
And then that is mentioned in 20, uh, 22nd verse, but in 19th verse, it talks about the blood of Jesus. The blood of Jesus. So by the blood of Jesus, now you have the boldness to enter into the holiness. So Jesus' blood is going to be the clean water of the Lord. And how he is going to be sanctified, he is going to sprinkle on our hearts. Sprinkle on our hearts. Now, God is going, God is then again 26 and 27, when you read, we read that he is going to give us a new heart with the same thing and a new spirit once the sprinkled water, you accept this, then he gives us a new heart and a new spirit. Now, you are a totally new person. Now, God's, uh, God's ordinances is nothing but you will be always happy to do it. Not a stressful thing. You don't need to look at the law every time. You don't need to look at the Bible. It is written in your heart because of the Holy Spirit. So it is there in your heart. Now, when you, when you read, this is, this is why uh, this is why you see uh, the declaration uh, by Jesus to the Pilate. This is the heading, heading of the message. To this end I have been born, and to this end am I come to this world that I should bear witness to the truth. To the truth that you shall bear witness to. This was the the. Uh, main reason that Jesus came, that he should witness to the truth, and one of the reasons. And then, when you read John chapter 17, 19, I sanctify myself for their sake. Jesus is praying now. This is the, uh, this is the interceding prayer, which we see in John 17. It says that, I sanctify myself. Did you see, Lord said that I will sanctify I'll be sanctified in you. The same thing Jesus Christ says. I sanctify myself. And they also might be sanctified through the truth. Through the truth. Underline the word truth. The truth is Christ who stood, gave his life boldly for you and for me. So he says here, I sanctify myself. This is before the cross. He says that uh, uh, they also might be sanctified through the truth. And the 20th verse says, and for them also which shall believe on me through their word. He's already prayed for all of us. All of us he's prayed there, right there. And in the 21st uh, verse, we see how when Jesus is sanctified, what happens? Jesus is sanctified. What happens? We shall that they also may be one in us. They also will be one in us. That the world may believe thou hast sent me. That they will be one in us. You know, this is the mystery of God. We have, uh, uh, so many times we have heard the mystery. This is the mystery of God, that God dwells in us. And he does the job. You are not doing, you are just a spectator. Whatever you are doing, maybe you are doing, but you can, you know, many, many things you are not able to do because the Holy Spirit is there. He is guiding you. He is teaching you. So, that they shall be one. Uh, actually, when you read that, that they all may be one, as thou, Father, uh, you art in me, and I in thee, and they also may be one in us. It's a very, 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 that is why Jesus said, I am the only way. I am the only way. Because he is going to be sanct sanctified for you and for me. So, now, let's see what is the will of God concerning Christ. What is the will of God concerning Christ? When you uh, read Isaiah 53, 10, 
we read there, yet it pleased the Lord to crush him. He has put him to grief, and when thou shalt make him, make his soul an offering for sin, the pleasure of the Lord shall prosper in his hand. When he does that, the pressure of the, the pleasure of the Lord shall prosper in his hand. So he wanted, he, he was pleased to, pleased, yet it pleased the Lord to crush him and to put him grief. Uh, you know, it's very, very difficult when you uh, need to know. You know, if supposing one of our child is in the school and you see him when you go and to pick him up, small, small, small one, he's crying. He's crying because of some reason. And you go there or he didn't see you. Something of the reason. How much you will be perturbed? You know, the, each of that child, you imagine about your child. How much, how much, how, how much it will be? Maybe you might have, have had some ex experience also. Just imagine when you have that, it is the same heart for God. When he, it says that it pleased God, Lord to crush him and put him into grief. Hebrews 2.10, the author says, For it became him for whom all things and by whom all are all things in bringing. There are two, two, two whom. One is for whom and by whom are all things. In bringing many sons unto glo glory to make the captain of the salvation perfect through sufferings. So it was very much required uh, that, uh, that the sin was so serious before God. If the sin was very serious before God. So because of that, he had, he had to do that. That is why you see Jesus going and praying. And he's three times because he was, he was uh, a man. A hundred percent man and a hundred percent God. But at the time of his death, he was hundred percent man that he prayed three times to the Lord. Can you take, if possible, let this cup be passed from me? Let me ask you a question. What was that in the cup? What was that in the cup? Anyone? Anyone? Huh? Please say it loud, uh, loudly if you are saying. The cup was, inside the cup was the suffering that the Lord had to, that was God's will. The suffering which was the God's will was in the cup. But he said, it is not my will, but it is your will. And he submitted. Why? He submitted. That is why then you see the boldness in Jesus Christ. He cleared with, with his father. Then, uh, then uh, we, we, we see that in Isaiah 52, 14. But, you know, this is all talking about the, the, the sufferings of Christ. But many were amazed when they saw him. His face was disfigured. He seemed hardly human. And from his appearance, one would scarcely, scarcely know that he was a man. 15th verse, and he startled many nations. Kings will stand speechless in his presence. Then this, uh, after that, when you read uh, Isaiah 53, 4, yet it was our weakness he carried. It was our sorrows that weighed him down. And, he, and we thought his troubles were a punishment from God, a punishment from his own sins. No. But again, we see, but he was pierced for our rebellion, crushed for our sins, and was beaten. He was whipped that we could be healed. All this suffering, all this suffering from the beginning, he was, disfig he, he was disfigured. He was scarcely known 
he was a man, then we see that he carried our weaknesses, our sorrows, our troubles, and our rebellion, and for our healing. So all this he carried when he was carrying the cross. When he was carrying the cross, he was carrying for, for whom it was? For whom it was? Tell me. For us. Not for us. Say it is for me. It is for me. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, so, Jesus was quite knowledgeable about the suffering. Because for him, he took Isaiah and he read about himself. Then, it was very clearly, he can just uh, uh, change the pages and he will, he will know how he is going to die. What is the prophecy about him? So everything was there. He knew what are the suffering awaiting him in, in, the, in the cross. So then he understood that he was a Passover lamb. It was necessary that he had to, he had to be slaughtered. So now many people will ask these questions. Why Jesus had to suffer so much? Why, if God, if God is a just and a loving God, why God allowed this Christ to be crushed? Why the loving God turned his face against him? All these, all these questions when his son is crying out of agony and pain, it is very, very difficult for a father to turn his face is very, very difficult. Do you understand what is the reason that he turned his face? It is because of us. He turned his face. He turned his face because he had to give the most valuable. In the Old Testament says that the lamb should be in full. Now here it says it should be in full. So it was important that it should be most valuable and costliest thing that God could give. Only when it is costly, it can take away the sin that is, that is very much into your life. When you read uh, uh, Jeremiah chapter 17, 1, uh, the sin of Judah is written with a pen of iron and with the point of a diamond. It is graven upon the table of their heart and upon the horns of your, of your altar. It says that it is written, the sin is written in your heart and in all your worship, in all your things related to God, the sin is there. So it is, it is, it, it is, it is, it is mentioned. So why, why Jesus had to suffer? There are two things. One is, one is, Two, uh, two reasons. One was Pilate wanted to leave him after weeping because Pilate believed that he has, he has not done anything wrong so much. So Pilate thought that I will whip him and I will order to whip him and then I will send him out so that, uh, the, so that the, um, the Pharisees or the Jews will not seek his death. But when it was done, he brought Jesus Christ. You know, he had to say, this is the person that you said, Jesus, Jesus Christ. And he, because his body, his shape, his face, as exactly prophesied in Isaiah, it was changed. Exactly, that no one could understand. And he had to introduce him. Now, this, uh, so uh, that was the one thing. And the second thing was Jews. Jews wanted him to be crucified. This is the time that we should not leave this time. This time he has to be crucified. So that, that they thought that the Passover lamb, that was the day of the Passover lamb also. But God had his own plan. So uh, that was... That is, that, is, that is why a sin in a person from the birth, it is, a, it is like a birthright we are getting. 
it from our forefathers. And our character itself, over a period of time, character itself is has become sinful. Our total character has become. Now, a person like this, how a person, you know, your looks and your deeds and your talk, everything is sin sinful. When everything is sinful, how, how that, uh, how that God can change you, change me? I used to think about my life, how God changed me, because you all don't know me. You all know me only like this, but you don't know my past. Even my wife does not know. There was a past for me. Only God knows about it. I don't want to even think about it. So that was that, uh, that, that was a seriousness of sin. So why Jesus had to undergo such a serious suffering is because, one, the seriousness of sin, God, that, the seriousness of sin that is in us, the sin that is entangled in our life, in our thoughts, in our deeds. So in order to remove that, you will never think about him if he, it, 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 was a, it was a normal, just a death. Because it, our hearts are so much bad, there was no sin in him, but he had to, he had to struggle. You know, when you have a, uh, a if your blood is, you have a cut and blood is going, oozing out, you immediately, you thirst. This was, he was beaten, 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 beaten. And he's crying for water. There was no one to give him a glass of water. Imagine about the, about the, 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 the problems that he, that he took on him, him, himself. He was wounded for our transgressions and bruised for our iniquities. We see him wounded and bru bruised for my sins, to my, for my sins to be exposed. So that is the first one, the serious, the sin that is entangled in our life. To bring it out, God need to give such a, yeah, had to give such a. Now the, uh, another thing is God's hatred for sin. God cannot, cannot play with sin. He cannot accept sin because uh, God has two attributes, the love and just. If though there are many attributes, these two attributes, if they are simply left like that, it is okay. But when it is coming to man, it are on cross, crossroads. The justice of God says sin should be punished. And the love of God says he should be saved. How God can come out of this problem? That was a very big problem. Because Justice, he cannot accept us because of our sin, sinful nature. Now, that is for sure, 100%. Now, how he could be, that is what he said. I will be justified in you. You will not do anything. You will stand there and all the other people will see that you are changed. And God will, God will do everything. Now we see here the justice of God and the love of love of love of God. Just he uh, in Romans 3, uh, 26 says to declare that at this time his righteousness that he might be just. Who might be just? God might be just. And the justifier of him which believe in he and the justifier of him means the justifier of me, which believe in Jesus Christ. So he is having two roles. He is a just God, and he needs to be a justifier of him. This is what we see in the cross. Only in the cross, only in the cross, these two things meet. The love and justice of God relate, re, related to man. Only, in, only in, on the cross. So that is why cross was so important. That is why only Jesus said, I am the way, not one way. I am not a way. I am the way. 
because God's love and justice meets at the cross. That is the second one. The third thing is, first one was the sin that is very much. For that, Jesus had to suffer. Now, the second thing was hatred for sin. You know, there was a, I don't know how, how many of you were, uh, uh, were there. You know, there was, there, there was a judge in, uh, in Texas very recently. Uh, one cop sh shot dead. Uh, a, uh, there, there, there had been racist problem also. And shot dead. A, 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 that was a white uh, lady. And a black uh, man was dead. And there was so much of problem. You know all, all those things. Then at, at the end, in the, when it came to the judgment uh, uh, table, the judge delivered 10 years imprisonment for that lady. And she was, she, she, she heard it and she was standing there. The judge finished that judgment. She kept it, ev kept everything there. She came down. She took a Bible and went and hugged her and, and gave the Bible to her. This was a big uh, issue in, in, in U.S. How a judge could do that and only God, a person in God can do that. He, she came and did that to her. Now, let me tell you, God has God. She had to give that verdict. Now, God is bypassing that, that, uh, uh, that, uh, uh, that justice that he has to do on his son. And you see him you believe him, you trust him, God start working in you. And he, you, God will see you in him. That is what it says, I, they might be in me. Jesus says that they might be in me. Says that we will be one. That is the mystery. God sees Jesus Christ in us. How? May not be, not be, maybe in a day, two day, but your intention, your focus will change. How I will please God. How I will please God. How in my ways. These are the things that will be looking at you. Now here, God gives you a choice. Hell and heaven is your choice. It is not God who is going to put you into hell. It is your choice. You choose between hell and heaven. Uh, uh, hell and uh, heaven. So here, it is up to you to decide whether you want to take it seriously or you can just brush it away. And brushing it away will be very costly. Not today, but tomorrow. So, uh, so here, you see that, you see the love, the love of God. Now the third one is the love of, love of God. The Jesus, we read that John 3.16, everyone knows, God so loved the world, not the world outside. World means the people, his creation, loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. Now, this verse, when you, when you see, you know, Jesus was under too much of trauma. There was no one near the cross. He was crying and crying. And we see that the father turned his face away from him. And we see that he is crying. First time Jesus says, every time he says, Father, this is the first time that we see, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Don't you hear that voice in your heart? It is a very serious voice. There is no one there. He did it for you and for me. There is no one even to give a cup of water to him. Can you offer that cup of water? If you can offer that cup of water, that will be a decision today. That will be a decision today. If you are not offering that cup of water, you are just pushing it aside and leaving. So, now, hell is your own choice. Now, you may say that 
uh, you, uh, so here we see that uh, there, is a uh, there is a sure justice of God. Justice of God. Justice of God is, is and the love of God meet in Christ. Meet in Christ. Because here we see that when you believe, really you believe that Jesus died for my sake. He cried out. He, when he cried out, Eli, Eli, Lama Sabachthani, when he cried out, if this is having an impact in you, if this is not having an impact in you, then it's a very serious problem. Very, very serious problem. If you are not touched by his words, by his cry, by the, by the cry on the cross, it's a big problem. Are you ready to offer him a drink today? Just, uh, brother, can you just uh, put that song? Let everyone, let, let all of us, I'm not asking you to stand. You can personally talk to God. If you are ready to give your life again, or if you are not given, please use this time. Don't think, yeah, please, please, please stand up. Please stand up. Please, all of you stand up. Uh, please put the song, sister. Sing this song together. There are many questions in there. You answer those questions. If you want to take a decision, 
and if you want to or to resubmit your life because you have not understood this much if as god a just and a justifier who hates sin who cannot accept us by our nature itself we are thrown out now god has got look into your heart so many questions were asked in that song did any of the questions touch your heart are you ready to give a cup of water to that thirsty god on the cross he was a man on the cross at that time he was turned out he was not getting connection with this father because if the internet is, is not there what is your uh, your tv screen would be or your computer will be it will be blank the same thing that he went through and when for him he is always in the presence of god when we are not in the presence of god what happens to us that is the hell that is exactly the hell now it is that is exactly the hell when we are not in the presence of god we are now here in 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 the in in this in this world we can do many 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 things but when you are with god it is the presence of god out of the presence of god is the hell it may it may not be it might be much serious than the fire but it is it is a reality going to be going to be a reality if you believe in what we heard may god bless you all please be seated let us remain standing are you truly watch in that in that blood of jesus search your mind search yourself one eight thing is for you to sing the song that and ask that rhetoric question are you wash in the blood of jesus and you may answer yes i am washed are you truly washed in that blood if you are truly washed in that blood you will not do things in your own way you begin to do things in god's way you will recognize why jesus christ has suffered for you jesus is the only way i did do things in some way he did it things in the way of god talk to god lord i truly want to belong to you today's message is for me i don't want to do things in my own way i want to do things in your way i want to bear witness to that truth lord help me lord to bear witness to your truth and when you come i'll be counting worthy to be part of people that will fly with you the voice i don't know you shall never voice to me help me lord i want to know you more and more jesus said in john 14:6 and jesus said to him i'm the way the truth and the life no one comes to the father except through me that's what jesus said lord jesus i want to know you more today reveal yourself to me everything that is taking me away from you right now lord remove them in my life talk to god that you know those things that are putting boundary that are putting barrier between you and your salvation it is time for you to say enough is enough tell it to god he's a merciful god he will draw you cl closer to himself your thoughts are not his thoughts and your ways are not his way he is ready to accept you Father we want to thank you
for reminding us about our, about our salvation today. We want to be washed in that blood of Jesus Christ. We want to be set free. We want our heart to be clean. We want to be happy every time that we remember how you suffer on the cross of Calvary. We want to join that glorious home that you are preparing for us. Father, we pray everything that can take us away from your presence. Father, take them away right now in the mighty name of Jesus. Whatever that will make us to go astray, Father, we pray and we decree that the Holy Ghost we take them away from us in the mighty name of Jesus. Every hidden behavior, every behavior that we have that we cannot boldly exercise in the presence of colleagues or friends or family, Father, have mercy over us and take them away in the mighty name of Jesus. Let us continue to recognize how you have suffered for us on the cross of Calvary in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, almighty God. Blessed be your holy name, Lord. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Father, we pray for your son that you have used for us this day, that you continue to enrich him and anoint him more from the depth of your wisdom in the mighty name of Jesus. Bless him, bless his family, bless the work of his hand in the mighty name of Jesus. And let your name be glorified in Jesus' name. Thank you, almighty God. In Jesus' name, we pray. Uh, before we share the grace, uh, just a quick one to pray for Sister Dr. Kripa Rajesh and family. Uh, Dr. Kripa's father passed away over the week, within this past week. So they have both, the husband and the wife, they have traveled to India for the burial. Let's close our eyes and pray for them that God should be with the family at this trial time that God will give them the fortitude to bear this irreparable loss, that God will uphold the family, and as they go for the burial, God himself will come and comfort the entire family. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray, almighty God, sister and the brother that have traveled, Lord, and the rest of the family, that you will guide them, you will protect them. In the mighty name of Jesus. You yourself will speak to them. You yourself will speak to their life. In the mighty name of Jesus, they have gone safely. They shall return safely in Jesus' name. Father, we pray that you bring this type of things to an end in our midst in the mighty name of Jesus. Untimely death shall cease in our midst in Jesus' name. And your name shall be glorified. Thank you, almighty God. In Jesus' name, we pray. Church, let's share the grace together in fellowship. In the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us now and forevermore. Amen. Surely, God's goodness and mercy shall follow us all the days of our life, and we shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. Amen. God bless you. Do have a wonderful week.